0: Your favorite Lagos Talks podcasts are now available on all online podcast platforms. Simply search for Lagos Talks 913 on your preferred podcast platform. Lagos Talks 91.3. Join the conversation. Welcome to Directions right here on Lagos Talks 91.3. Directions is a platform where we get to point you towards the right direction Concerning several topics and several issues. My name is Ife Thank you so much for joining me here today. We are going to be talking about problem solving. And I'm sure you're thinking everyone needs this particular topic because we unfortunately have issues that we're facing every now and then, you know, problems either at your place of work, within your family structure, in your relationship life, and the list goes on and on. Uh, You know, problems are a part of life, unfortunately. Um, But rather than dwell on the negative, you know, we need to focus on how we are navigating the situation, the terrain for a resolution of some sorts and that's what we're going to be talking about problem solving everybody can benefit from having good problem solving skills because we encounter problems on a daily basis some of these problems of course are obviously more severe or complex than others so we do acknowledge that and it will be quite wonderful to have the ability to just solve all the problems efficiently and also in a timely fashion without any difficulty whatsoever unfortunately There is no one particular way in which all problems are solved because a lot of problems are unique in their own way. Problems are quite complex. However well prepared we are for problem solving, there's always that element of the unknown. Although planning, structuring will help make the problem solving process more likely to be successful, good judgment is a key area is a very key element that is necessary to determine whether problem solving was a success. And so let's just get into the meat of it all. In our interpersonal relationships, sometimes they fail. And even businesses sometimes fail because of poor problem solving. This is often due to either the problems not necessarily being recognized or being recognized but not being dealt with appropriately and problem solving skills they are highly sought after by employers listen if you're a problem solver it gives you an edge amongst your pairs many companies rely on their employees actually identify and solve problems remember i didn't just end with identify because there are people who are very skilled at identifying problems and just compounding it by just talking about it talking about it talking about it If you keep talking about it, what then happens? But actually solving those problems is what gives you an edge. A lot of the work in problem solving involves just understanding what the underlying issues of the problem really are. Not necessarily the symptoms, but what is the cause. And dealing with a customer's complaint may be seen as a problem that needs to be solved. And it's almost certainly a good idea to do so. But the employee dealing with this complaint should be asking what has caused the customer to complain in the first place if the cause of the complaints can be eliminated then the problem is solved that is just an example using you know service provision as an example now in order to be effective at at problem solving you're likely to need a few skills that i will be taking you through starting with creativity the truth is that problems are usually solved either intuitively or systematically now with intuition with intuition you use it when no new knowledge is needed you just know enough to be able to make a quick decision and to solve the problem there and then or you use common sense or even experiences of the problem so your intuition you know is as successful as your pool of knowledge that you already have, you know, over the years, you've been working in a particular sector. And so you've been able to study the terrain, study the mode of operation, study the idiosyncrasies, the nuances. And so when a problem, you know, springs up, you may not necessarily need to start checking through the encyclopedia or the portfolio or whatever. You just know what to do sort of kind of at the time you know off the bat because you've been in the system or at at that particular organization for a long time to know what to do intuitively now more complex problems or problems that you have no experience whatsoever will most likely require a more systematic and even a more logical approach to solve and for these you will need to use creative thinking to ensure that you're exploring it the best way possible Now, another set of skills um, would be researching. Being able to just define and solve problems, it does require you to be able to do some research. And this may be a simple Google search for some people or it may be a more rigorous research project depending on the nature of the problem that you are trying to solve. So you need to know how to put out some research or carry out some research. And this comes as a skill as well. A lot of times it could be you actually training. You know, there are some courses that focus on this. And a lot of times it may be experience. Experience for a while, for, for, for a couple of years, and you just know how to identify, or should I say, how to probe through researching to be able to identify how best to solve the issue or the problem so researching skills are very key then teamwork very key many problems are best defined and solved with the input of others sometimes you might be in too deep that situation and you're not able to objectively you know identify sometimes it takes a third party sometimes it takes you know the combination of other people's skills and that's why teamwork like they say makes the dream work Right so it's a combination of other people's skills being able to see things that you're not able to identify being able to call out things that you're not able to identify. So with teamwork a whole lot of times it helps with problem solving. Emotional intelligence one of my favorite topics. It is worth considering the impact that a problem or its solution has on you or even other people and with emotional intelligence which of course is the ability to recognize the emotions of yourself and others will really help guide you to an appropriate solution so emotional intelligence is a skill that will be necessary when it comes to effective problem solving risk management i can't overemphasize this because solving a problem involves a certain amount of risk and this risk needs to be weighed up against not solving the problem so risk management skills are necessary as well as decision making and i know i've spoken about this before because with problem solving and decision making, they're closely related skills. And of course, making a decision is an important part of the problem solving process. As you would often be faced with those various options and alternatives, you, know, you need to be able to discern and identify what's the best possible option to pick that would address this issue or this problem effectively. Now, according to John Foster, who is a former U.S. Secretary of State, saying the measure of success is not whether you have a tough problem to deal with, but whether it is the same problem you had last year. That's a very, very profound statement. And just taking a look at what the dictionary says about problem, a problem is a doubtful or difficult matter that requires a solution. Or it could also be described as something hard to understand or to accomplish or to deal with. But I must I must highlight that it is worth considering our own view of what a problem is. Why? Because we're constantly exposed to opportunities in life, at work, at school, at home. However, many opportunities are missed or not even taken full advantage of because we may be unsure of how to actually take advantage of that opportunity and maybe create barriers because we aren't sure of how to take advantage of those opportunities and these barriers can turn a potentially positive situation into a negative one which could be a problem so problems are you know unique or peculiar given the situation and something that may be a problem to you may not be a problem to someone else so we need to identify what really is a problem to us. Yes, we understand that there are generic ways of describing a problem, but what may be seen as a problem to you may not be seen as a problem to someone else. And for you to be able to identify what really is a problem, we need to break the word problem down into you know, its elements. There are specific elements that sometimes make up a problem. All problems have two features in common. These two features are goals and barriers, right? Now, with goals, problems involve setting out to, you know, achieve some objective or maybe a desired state of affairs and can include avoiding a situation or event. Now, goals can be anything that you wish to achieve or where you want to be. If you are, for instance, hungry, then your goal is probably to, you know, eat something. If you are the head of an organization, maybe like a CEO, then your main goal may be to actually maximize profits and This main goal may need to be split into numerous sub-goals in order to just fulfill that ultimate aim of increasing profits. So each problem in itself has two features, goals and barriers. And I've described what really a goal is in a generic sense. Now with barriers, if there were no barriers in the way of achieving a goal, then there will be no problem. Right, And problem solving involves overcoming the barriers or the obstacles that prevent the immediate achievement of goals. Now, just following some of the examples that I already gave when I was describing the goals, if you feel hungry, then your goal is to eat. Now, the barrier to this may be that you have no food available or no money. So you can't take a trip to the supermarket and then buy some food. Now, removing the barrier, obviously, through actually... Identifying what is causing the barrier and then solving that problem could be the best possible answer. Now, as a CEO, using that as a a reference point, maybe you want to increase profits, there may be many more barriers preventing the goal from being reached. And the CEO needs to attempt to recognize these barriers and then remove them or find other ways to achieve the goals of the organization. So essentially, I reiterate that problems in themselves they have two features in common goals and barriers if you want to know if something is a problem in your organization if you want to know if something is a problem in your relationship if you want to know if something is a problem in your career path it has these two features goals meaning that there is a goal that you're trying to achieve that you're you're not able to achieve right and the reason why you're not able to achieve it is because there is a barrier Now, this is what really tells you that indeed you have a problem at hand and it needs to be addressed. I'm going to take a quick break, pay some bills and right after that. We're going to be exploring more aspects of being able to identify problems and actually solving those problems effectively. Stick around. All right. Welcome back. It's directions that show where we get to point you towards the right direction concerning several topics and several issues. We're talking about problem solving and it's time for us to actually break down the stages of problem solving. Remember, it's not just about problem solving. It's about this problem solving being effective because it usually involves working through a number of steps or stages. And I will be highlighting some of them. Number one being problem identification which i said was very key and i've mentioned this before now this particular stage of course involves detecting and recognizing that there is an actual problem and not only that identifying the nature of the problem and then defining the problem if you're not able to define the problem you may not be able to prefer the right solution to that problem this first phase of problem solving it may sound obvious But it actually does require more thought and analysis. Because identifying a problem can be a difficult task in itself. If we're being very honest, is there really a problem at all? What you're facing, is it really an issue? Is it really a problem? What is the nature of the problem? Are there in fact numerous problems or is it just one problem? How can the problem be best defined? You know, by spending some time just defining the problem, you will not only understand this particular problem... More clearly yourself, but you'll be able to communicate its nature to others, which of course leads to the next phase that I'm going to be highlighting, which is structuring the problem. And with this stage, it involves a period of observation, careful inspection, fact finding and developing a clear picture of the said problem. Of course, when you identify the problem, which is the first stage, structuring this problem is all about just gaining more and more information about the problem and increasing your understanding of the problem. With this particular phase, it's just about fact finding. It's about analysis. You know, you're building a more comprehensive picture of the goal or if there are goals and also the barrier or barriers, if 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 it's more than one. Now, this particular stage may not necessarily be you know for very simple problems but it may be for you know more you know far-reaching um problems that are multifaceted and you understand that it is more complex than just um a problem that you could solve by maybe one conversation or just by identifying and then knowing exactly what it is necessary to solve it there are times where for you to structure the problem it means you've identified that ah, this problem is very complex it might not take us one day it might take us a series of tasks so we need to identify how best you know we can address the issue at hand so for more complex problems the next stage is for you to look for a possible solution. So now you have been able to identify, you know, the problem, you've been able to structure the problem, and it's time for you to now um, figure out what the possible solution to that problem is. And during this particular stage, you will generate a range of possible courses of action. But With a little attempt to evaluate them at this particular stage, it's one step at a time. You know, from the information gathered in the first two phases that I highlighted, it's now time for you to just start thinking about the possible solutions to the identified problem. You know, in a group situation, this particular stage is often carried out as a brainstorming session. Just let each person in the group express what their views are on possible solutions or part solutions that they believe will be best. And in organizations, you know that different people will have different expertise in different areas and it is very useful. And so you need to hear the views of each concerned party. So this is the brainstorming session where you are trying to identify a list of possible solutions. Then when you're done with the brainstorming session, this is where you make a decision. This stage involves careful analysis of those different possible courses of action that were identified during the brainstorming session. And I believe this is the most complex part of the problem-solving process, making a decision, because this could be a make or break, right? So following on from the previous steps, it's now time for you to look at each potential solution and just carefully analyze it. Some solutions may not be possible due to other problems like time constraint or even budgets. A lot of times it's budgets where you, you know that, okay, this solution is fantastic, but where will we get this amount of money from? So it is important that at this stage, you need to also consider what might happen if nothing was done to solve the problem. Sometimes trying to solve a problem that leads to many more problems requires some very creative thinking and innovative ideas. So making a decision on which course of action to take is a very important skill in itself. And I believe that I have done a session about decision making. It takes it it takes a, a, a lot of skill. And I mean, there is a step by step process to ensure that you are effectively deciding what best course of action to take but that's another conversation for another day but yes this is the second to the last stage when it comes to problem solving and then you have the implementation Yeah, so you've identified what the issue is and you finally identified what could possibly be the best course of action it's time for you to implement this stage involves accepting and carry, carrying out the the chosen course of action And it means that during the implementation, more problems may arise, especially if identification or structuring of the original problem was not carried out fully. And that's the reason why you need to go through each stage as carefully and as meticulously as possible. And finally, you want to monitor the implementation and you want to get feedback, right? Because you don't want it to be, you don't want it to be that... You have just made a decision, right? You don't want it to be that you have implemented a decision. You want it to be that this decision or this um, solution is effective, right? So this is the final thing that you need to take a look at. This has to do with you just checking that the process was successful. And this can be achieved by just monitoring, gaining feedback from people that are affected by any of the changes that occurred. It is good practice to actually keep a record of outcomes and any additional problems that occurred. So these are the possible steps to solving that problem that you have been able to identify. I will just highlight um, the stages of, of problem solving. Problem identification, that's number one. Number two, structuring the problem. Number three, looking for possible solutions. This is the brainstorming session. Number four, making a decision. Number five, implementation. And finally, just monitoring and seeking feedback. It's one minute past 1 p.m. This is where I wrap up on directions for today. Thank you so much. You can reach out to Lagos Talks at Lagos Talks 913. Follow us across all social media platforms. And don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Watch some of your favorite shows. Comment, share, um all that good stuff right so if you also want to relieve the experience via podcast platform look for lagos talks across all podcast platforms wherever it is that you listen to your favorite podcasts, look for lagos talks and subscribe to our podcast platform so that you could um, get the opportunity to relieve some of the exciting moments from some of your favorite shows as well thank you so much once again for being a part of directions the conversation continues